another episode of Wrestling with Homie. Yeah, I'm the yeah, homie. Yeah, Quam. Yeah. Oh, I'm the main event. I want to switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch it up. <laughs> here, baby. But y'all know what it is, man. I'm joined by Jay Cooley. My day yeah, one. Yeah. My day one, peace, my boy. Peace, peace. Yes, he a little sir. sick today, but it's all good. We're going to try to get through it. Crazy. Man. You, you, you sure you got something for the rundown, bro? Man, I got some sour sop tea. I'm kind of good. <laughs> no. Sour salt tea sound crazy. I've never heard yeah. that. In my but life. of course, of course, of course. I also got with me, what y'all call him? Um, Sylvan A. Smith. My boy <laughs> Sylvan the Don, Sylvan LeCue. He here, baby. Yes, sir. About to start off today crazy. Nah, bro. Please, please show the people at home your shirt, man. This man is wearing himself on his shirt. You see this? That's it. <laughs> It's an all original, baby. You can't just That's get That's the these. wildest form of narcissism I've ever seen. <laughs> I love me, baby. Hey. I love myself. And when you're looking at me, looking at me. <laughs> but what's up with y'all, man? How we doing today, man? It's cold as hell out here in LA. Cold as brick. It's brick, Bro, yeah. man. It's a brick in my crib right now. I'm like, God damn, I got a, a sweatshirt on, a beanie, and it's still cold. Man, it's the time when uh, the light bill go crazy. <laughs> facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Light bill, uh, light bill season right now. I've been good. Things have been all right, man. I can't I can't complain. It's been a good how new was, year. How was y'all holiday, man? Y'all, y'all do anything on New Year's? <sighs> I did nothing. I'm, I'm I went to the beach. Right now, I was the beach on New Year's. That's the thing. Um, I no, wasn't. but I went. <laughs> cool, don't believe in the beach. <laughs> <laughs> the beach is not our area. Oh my god! Oh my god! Go on. <laughs> now nah, I was in IE at my girl family house playing black okay. people games. It's kind of dope. Hey, yeah. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, that's um, what's up. I ain't really yeah. do anything for New Year's. Uh, Christmas. I think I told y'all, but I went home and um, you know, I. Cooley been to my old crib, like where my mom stays. So like he know it. This it's the hood over there, bro. <laughs> like it's really the hood. You get you get closer and closer, and it's like you start seeing graffiti on the on the street signs, and it's like rest in peace, little man on the ground outside of the building. But yeah. I'm saying, it was cool. It was cool, man. My mom was always showing me some random ass like. Tubi movie or something. Whenever, whenever I pull up, it's like <laughs> she'll find the <laughs> blackest movie she can find, and it's like. <laughs> What is this? What are we watching? Tubi, but, man. Hey, the movies be going up though. Uh, Tyler Perry, man, he got billions of movies. Yo, Tyler Perry got his own studio, man. He just running it right now. Yeah. <laughs> running it. Oh, crazy. I was about, I was about to call Tyler Perry movies trash, but then I'm like, wait a minute, this might, this is going out to the world. Like, I, maybe, maybe, maybe Tyler Perry want to work with me one day. Oh, let me, let me watch my mouth. I don't know, man. <laughs> Yo, sick, I don't know, man. That one movie was trash. A fall what from movie? grace. The which one? A fall from grace. You watched it? I don't. Th- I don't think I've seen. Yeah, it. I did, man. That's crazy. They had horrible hair pieces like Steve Harvey back in the day. <laughs> like it was, just, it was just bad, bro. I'm like, what's going on here? Getting oh, that money. Oh, out. the wigs, the Steve Harvey wigs. <laughs> I still can't believe. Steve yo, Harvey, oh man. my god, hey, it's, it's Hulk Hogan the white Steve Harvey because Hulk Hogan tricked us like he had hair, like. For the Facts. last twenty years, and he, that's he insane. Him. I can't, I can't believe Steve Harvey faked that fade, bro. That's crazy. He did. Whoever did that for him did a good job. Because wow, yeah. no, Great I think job. the crazy thing about Steve Harvey is that he was faking the fade in like 
the early 90s. And it's like, I didn't even know that that was possible in the 90s, bro. <laughs> like, I thought the whole fake men hair, hair pieces or whatever they are, I thought that was just like some new, some new millennium shit. Like, I didn't realize in the 90s niggas was doing that. <laughs> That's why his hairline was so perfect, man. Hey, makes sense. I'm Jalen Rose. I'm looking at Jalen Rose, man. I don't know. It should be looking a little too perfect, know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he might have that thing on his head like like Hulk Hogan and Steve Harvey. I'm just saying. <laughs> about yeah, to honor man. Hulk Hogan again, too, man. You already know what time it is, man. I don't know if that hurts. Uh, you know. Okay, look. So before we get into the topics, <laughs> I want to ask y'all about that. Like, how are we feeling about Hulk Hogan still being honored by, like, WWE and you know, pro wrestling period, considering the fact that he has said some not so great things about people that look like you and me, man. Like, are, are we cool with this? Are we rocking with it? Are we not? I'm not cool with it, but I understand why they're doing it. I feel, like every, for that? I, I feel like everybody hates Hulk Hogan. It's kind of weird. I, is it kind of weird? Even a legend, even some legends know why, hate Hulk Hogan. I mean, yeah, we know, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, generally speaking, like, when you bring him up to wrestling fans, it's just like, yo, we hate that guy. It's kind of weird. It's kind I of mean, like, dang. he did call us the N-word. I'm just yeah, saying. It's like, <laughs> how can we not hate him? <laughs> but like Cooley said, I, I do understand why they still honor him. Because it's like, he was the first like real megastar. Like before yeah. Hulk Hogan, wrestling wasn't like mainstream like that. So he was like really the first to cross over in a big way to where he had like movies and lunchboxes and shit. So like I get why WWE is still honoring him. But at the same time, I still got to side eye it because it's like, I know how you feel about me, bro. I know how you feel about me. So, I mean, it's you know, tough. it's like on, it's like honoring Ric Flair, you know. But I mean, a lot of those guys are racist, you know. It's it's just Hulk Hogan just got caught, <laughs> right? He just got caught. But a lot of those guys behind the curtain, you know, we we know what time it is. Like we know how they talk about us behind the scenes, man. So I'm not surprised. I mean, Hulk Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan at the end of the day, right? Like there's not you, I can't, bro. I hate Hulk Hogan, but there's nothing Damn. I can do to take away like what Hulk Hogan does or or has done for wrestling at, in general. Without Hulk Hogan, we don't have anything that's going on today. Nothing. So. Nothing. Yeah, modern right. version right. of American wrestling, at least, that shit don't exist without Hulk Hogan. So it's like, yeah. if WWE's going to honor his 40th anniversary, I might be mad at it. But at the end of the day, it's like, I get it. I get it. It's like, it would be like the NBA trying to erase Karl Malone. Like, obviously, we all know Karl Malone was into some strange things that we're not going to really touch on. But it's uh, hard to erase. No pun intended. <laughs> Pause. Wow, but but now it's but it's hard to erase like what well, what he did. It's like he still is like what the number three scorer in NBA history. Facts. He had like the one of the longest man. careers, so it's like it's hard to just pretend like that didn't exist. Know what I'm saying? Unless you're Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they erased Chris Benoit though. They, they, they erased Chris Benoit. They, they don't mention him at all, and I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's crazy, and, you know. And old boy was um he was under fire on Twitter for saying he wanted to see a Chris Benoit movie. So I'm not even gonna give y'all Who my thoughts that? on that one. Uh, I, I forget his name. He's one of those. He's a popular TikToker, like a wrestling TikToker. And he he a cool oh. dude. We 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 met him at Wale Mania. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name, but um he said he wanted to see a Chris Benoit movie, and they killed him, man. Damn. Really? They was on his head. And I why? get why because it's like because we know how. Come on, come on, man. We know how the Chris Benoit story ended. And it's like, do we really want to see a movie glorifying that? I mean, glorifying and telling what happened is kind of like 
two different things, though. You know, like is it though? I mean, bro, we know how Whitney Houston died. Do we still want to see the movie? We all went out and saw it. Yeah, but I feel like some of these movies are some of these stories kind of they 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 tiptoe a fine line. I mean, look at the Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix. A lot of people love that. that. A lot I mean, of people yeah, that was incredible. That. But then again, you got a lot of people that were like, you know, there were real families who were affected by this. There were like real people who were killed by Jeffrey Dahmer. So it's like, do I really want to watch a show about that? Something yeah. that's like bringing Ted life Bundy. to that. I guess I feel it. I, I feel it. I just feel like, you know, I look at I look at it the same way as like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Like there were real families who actually went through yeah. um, the situation, you know, went through the situation and like had like Charles friends Manson, right? that died with Charles Manson and, you know, the Beach Boys and whatnot. And yeah, they made it into a comedic, you know, relief, but it's like, bro, all those families had to relive that or at least see that it was being glorified in Hollywood as a twisted tale. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a thin line to tread between that. Uh, it's not like it's it's the classic thing. Is it Uchi Wali Wali or is it one mic? Is it just sensitive to you because like you have a problem with it or is it just a general thing that needs to be discussed right. in, you know, Hollywood? Right. I'm not saying I want to see the movie. I'm just saying, you know, if you if you don't want to see a Chris Benoit movie, then you probably don't want to see a lot of other movies, too. You can't just pinned that guy out but nah i feel you i feel you and and let's be honest even if we say we don't want to see it if a chris benoit movie come out you know we're gonna watch it yeah we out there we we definitely watch it like we are there that's just that's just where i'm at with Uh, i'm sorry like i if i made anybody upset about that i'm sorry but i just i like movies i mean i don't like hulk hogan hulk hogan thinks i'm you know hulk hogan don't like people that look like me but when that Hulk Hogan movie dropped with Chris Hemsworth, I'm going to be right there in the theater watching it. I'm we, are y'all there. Know, so. we, we are there. We are there. First night. playing Hulk Hogan? <laughs> First night. So, apparently, Chris Hemsworth is Hulk Hogan and I want to say Bradley Cooper, Vince McMahon. What? Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not mad at it. I'm here for it. I'm That's here for insane. it. Hey, yo. All right. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here, here for, for it. it. But let's get into some topics, man. Let's talk about wrestling. Um, before we get into the first topic, I just <laughs> I do want to say shout out to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to Wrestle Kingdom, but um, that's going on right now. I, mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet because I'm not staying up till four o'clock in the morning to watch wrestling. I'm sorry, <laughs> I got things to do. But um, it's looking like it's been incredible out there, man. Brian Danielson had an uh, I want to say Meltzer gave it a. Five and five and a quarter stars. He had a match with Okada that went of up. He did. Yep. And Impressive. hey, Dolph shout Ziggler. Nick, shout out to my man Dolph. Yo, Dolph is looking crazy right now. I'm going <laughs> ah, Dolph, Dolph is back. Yo, Dolph is Dolph looking is crazy. Back. Yo, Dolph is looking Facts. like a man. And I've always wanted to see Dolph Ziggler outside of the WWE with them handcuffs taken off. So like, I'm tapped yeah. into whatever he's about to do over there. He he attacked uh, David Finley, right? Yeah, he recreated yeah. the uh, he recreated the. Um, the courthouse the, joint. The courthouse he, joint. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he jumped over the table. Yeah, yo, he's going and, up. Yo, and Matt Riddle, bro. Matt Riddle's back. Matt, Matt Riddle. Nah, yeah, I think he called out Tanahashi or something. So it's like, hey, these boys this, about to get uh, the New Japan bags. Is this is this match still green for, uh, with RVD? I have no idea to be honest. Uh, okay. I mean, shouts to uh, shouts to Matt too, man, because he's still an incredible wrestler, bro. He's like top yeah. two. He was he's top two, really, man. You can. I'm pretty hey. sure he's gonna flourish anywhere he goes. Hey, he was supposed to win the 2022 Royal Rumble. Sheesh, Yikes. that was the plan before Randy Orton got hurt. The plan was for Randy Orton to win the championship and Matt Riddle to win that Royal Rumble. And then you know what happened happened. He got horny and then <laughs> tricked it all away. Dang man, it's tough. Matt Shout out Matt Riddle, bro. man. Matt gonna be good. Matt gonna be good wherever you go. 
He's in and he's a Nick five star athlete. Facts. But shout out to Matt Riddle and shout out to New Japan. If y'all tapping in with Wrestle Kingdom, let us know below and let, let us know how y'all feel about it because it sounds like it's been an incredible show so far. Like I'm a, I'm gonna watch that ASAP, ASAP. But fellas, y'all know what we're here for, man. Y'all know what we're here for. It finally happened. It finally happened. <laughs> in case you were living under a rock. All right, in case you've been knocked out, you got hit by a rock. <laughs> maybe you've just been smoking rocks. I don't know. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson has returned to WWE this past Monday. Now, first off, shout out to Triple H because that Jinder Mahal tease, they got me, man. They had me in the first half. I want to say when Jinder Mahal's music hit, me and Cooley immediately hit the group chat like, nah, they got to be trolling, bro. This is not the... <laughs> Like, no way. <laughs> there was no way that this was the surprise this whole time. Jinder Mahal. And we'll get more into Jinder Mahal later because I don't really know how I felt about the whole anti-American thing that they were doing. But um, mm, Talk that talk, Juan. Yeah, I will get into that later. Mm -hmm. But uh, The Rock interrupted him, surprised us all. He went in the ring, did his thing. You know, the usual spine buster, people's elbow. But at the end of the segment, he did something that none of us expected him to do. He did something that the wrestling world has wanted him to do for the past, what, four or five years? He called out the tribal chief. He called out the head of the table. He called out Roman Reigns. Fellas, it's looking like it's going to happen. It's looking like we finally going to get The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And y'all know where I'm at with it. I've come on this podcast time and time again, and I said that I'm here for it. I've always felt like the bloodline was a family story. And which better way to top it off than, you know, the most popular member of the family? And also, I feel like this is the last dream match that we got. I've said it before. Outside of CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock versus Roman Reigns is the biggest match they can make. So, yeah, it's looking like Roman Reigns versus The Rock is going to happen at WrestleMania. I'm here for it, but the problem is there's another guy who was supposed to get his rematch at WrestleMania, and that guy is Cody Trevante Rhodes. <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> If The Rock and Roman Reigns main event WrestleMania, that means that we have to wait a whole nother year for Cody Trevante Rose to get his get back on Roman Reigns. Are we cool with it? Are y'all really cool wait, with waiting so, a whole year? So they're going to fight at Mania and EC? So here's the thing. For me, at least, I feel like the best case scenario would be The Rock facing Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber, which could free up WrestleMania for The Rock versus Cody Rhodes. But come on now. We all know the deal, man. WrestleMania is WrestleMania. If Cody Rhodes is going to get his shot, it has to take place at WrestleMania. And if The Rock is going to get a shot at Roman Reigns, which is the most hyped match of all time, it's going to take place at WrestleMania. It's not going to be Elimination Chamber. Like We just got to be honest about it. And the thing mm -hmm. is, it's like... I hate to say it, but if we got to punt a year for Cody to get his rematch with Roman Reigns, I'm cool with it. I'm sorry, but I'm cool with it because as far as I'm concerned, I don't care about Cody Rhodes' story anymore. As far as I'm concerned, Cody Rhodes Here finishing the story has hit rock bottom. My Here brother. we go. <laughs> Look, and, and, and I love Cody Rhodes. Don't take this the wrong way. I love Cody Rhodes. The thing is, he doesn't really need that championship. He really don't. I'm sorry. I know it it would it would it would feel good to see him hold that title, but at the end of the day, Cody Rhodes has made it to a level in this wrestling industry that not many have. Like Cody Rhodes have pretty much filled the shoes that 
John Cena left behind when he went over to Hollywood. Cody Rhodes is the face of WWE right now. He's the focal point of Monday Night Raw. His face is on the programs. His face is on the billboards. His face is on the cups. Like, Cody Rhodes is the face of WWE, so he doesn't need a, a WWE championship to solidify that. He already that. So at the end of the day, you got to give us the biggest match, man. Give us The Rock versus Roman. I'm sorry. But I want to ask y'all, man, are y'all cool with Cody Rhodes not getting his shot until 2025? Because that's a long time from now, bro. That's a long-ass time from now. 2025. <laughs> uh... Be honest, bro. I know you want it, Cody. I know, I know you want I know you really want in your heart Roman and Rock. I do. You don't I really care do. about Cody, man. <clears throat> but you but don't. I, feel like, I feel like being that... This match has been put over or been prolonged for two, three years. People are too focused on Cody and not what's really what's supposed to be going on. Like this bloodline situation is really big. We we've seen the tease on the Young Rock show. Uh, we've been seeing these teasers for the past seven hundred thirty days. Like, what are we talking about, y'all? We need to see Roman and um, Roman and, and Rock at WrestleMania forty. Like, we have to. And on the and on the Young Rock show, what did what did The Rock say as far as this match? He said that a match that big can only take place at WrestleMania. Only can take place at WrestleMania. Don't fool so, yourself, people. <laughs> that rules out Elimination Chamber, if you ask me. And I'm not staying up till four o'clock in the morning to watch Elimination Chamber because that's gonna I'm be what not. in Australia. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing that. So uh, Cody got to wait, man. I'm sorry. Selvin. Sorry, Cody. Selvin. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know something, my brother. You down with Cody not getting a shot until 2025? Yes. That's what it's looking like. Absolutely. I'm down oh, with wow. Cody. Yeah, one I am very shocked. But, but but listen, 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 listen. This is only because this is only because I don't want to see Cody lose again to Roman. If Cody has to go against Roman again, he needs to win. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I do not want to see Cody and Roman at WrestleMania 40. With Roman cheating again and Cody losing, I'm gonna be. I'm going to. I'm going to yell on this podcast. I'm gonna yell now. I've seen the reports. Obviously, I saw. I saw The Rock come out do what he did against the modern day Maharaja. It's good to see my guy on TV again. It's really Jinder good. To Mahal. See. It's, it's it good really to is see good. Jinder Mahal is. I look. I'm a. I'm an advocate for Jinder Mahal, man. Like. All, all jokes aside, I know a lot of people like to hate on him because he was rushed to the front forefront because Crown Jewel was coming up, and you know Vince wanted a uh, wanted a champion of a <laughs> certain Indian. Wanted a, yeah, this I'm is not crazy, gonna say Indian, yo. but he wanted a certain <laughs> ethnic of a champion, and we all hated him. But man, that modern day Maharaja gimmick is everything, bro. That is world champion material to me. But that's just me. Um, besides that, I think that there's been reports of this going down at Elimination Chamber. Um, there's been some uh, locker room talk about this being at possibly being at Saudi Arabia because they have the big, biggest of bags and, you know, they really want the rock and it could be a monumental event. Um, I don't know where this lands. I want to say it lands at WrestleMania. In my opinion, it should land at WrestleMania. But I think the bigger issue that we have here is that we need to figure out what this story looks like. Now we gotta we gotta remind ourselves, man. It's easy. We got nah, we gotta remind ourselves. We 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 have we have convenient amnesia, as Quan likes to say. 
the bloodline storyline has sucked <laughs> for like the past three yeah. or four months. Like it's not been it's not been good. Besides maybe Jimmy, besides Jimmy Uso holding it down, just being Thanks. him, being Himmy Uso. Um, I I can't give you your flowers enough, Jimmy. Um, you are doing fantastic. But besides him doing this thing, we have not there this this bloodline storyline has tapered off, bro. So in my opinion, I think that the real thing that I'm concerned with is what is the narrative and story that's going to be told because right now this look we haven't had the rock as a wrestler in wwe since maybe 2004 when the rock came back he's dwayne johnson he, this is a completely different character this is hollywood dwayne coming in i'm a rock star you know me because i used to be the rock and everybody loves me and i'm going to use i'm going to utilize that to my advantage that's cool bro but what is the story that we're gonna genuinely tell? And I know we can say, I know we can it's say the story so easy, spells. Bro. I know the story it's says so we easy, can, bro. bro. I know we can say, oh, the story tells itself, right? But you would think that my, my look, my issue is that I don't want anybody to get too comfortable, Hunter. I don't want anyone to get too comfortable with the fact that we all just want to see The Rock versus Roman. We still need to tell a story. The bloodline is still the angle. We, you know, Jimmy is Jimmy is still here. We still got Jay here. I just want them to tell this story beautifully, and because of that, it needs to be at WrestleMania. If it's at Elimination Chamber and it's just a one-off or Saudi Arabia, wherever it's at, Crown Jewel. Um, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna live up to its expectations. It needs the time. We need to be able to tell this story up until WrestleMania. Um, that's how I feel. I mean, so the. I'm sorry, bro. The story does write itself. I mean, we saw it on Monday. You would think the Rock closed. He closed that promo with, "I'm, I'm, I'm going out to eat tonight, fellas. Where should I eat? Should I, should I eat at a booth? Should I eat at a bar? Because you know the Rock loves the bar. Or better yet, should I eat at the head of the table? And that's when the crowd went wild because that's the story right there. The Rock is really the head of the table. He's the I, head of that NY family, and everybody I, knows it. The Roman Roman Reigns can role play as the tribal chief, but at the end of the day, <laughs> the Rock is right here, and Roman Reigns is down here. Man, more people know the Rock than know the tribal chief. So I'm, it's like that's I'm not, the story right there. I'm not saying you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but that's my problem is that I feel like we're too. I, feel, I mean, maybe I'm just overthinking it. Right? I could be just thinking too much into it. But the reason why the Rock at last year's WrestleMania was so incredible in terms of it should have happened was because uh, was because the storyline was at its hottest it, it had had ever been. We had yeah. seen everything coming up to a heed uh, up to a point where the rock coming back would just cement this story forever. Now that the bloodline story kind of sucks and there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. There's nothing oh, going go. on. He's bro. Screaming. There's he's nothing screaming. going on. It's just solo with his hands crossed. He beat John Cena. I don't know what he's doing these days. And Jimmy is just acting like a cosplay of Roman Reigns. Roman's never on TV. Nothing's going on. It's just it's just banter. And now the rock is yeah. here. It's like, yeah, okay, look, I get that the story writes itself, but the bloodline isn't hot right now, and I need I need there to be something more than just the fact right. that the Rock is well, part of the lineage. Well, Roman comes back tonight, so we're gonna see. We gonna this, see, man. Y'all may think I'm crazy, up. but I'm not crazy. I'm just telling you, y'all how I feel. All right, look. So you're definitely not crazy. The the bloodline storyline has cooled off a lot, but that's just really because Roman Reigns hasn't been there. When the Facts. when when the bloodline storyline was at its peak, Roman Reigns was damn near there every week. Now he wasn't wrestling every week. Facts. He was t definitely taking time off, but 
there were points where Roman Reigns was appearing back to back to back to back, <laughs> doing segments with Sami Zayn and all this, all these people. So it's like Roman Reigns damn near took the entire year off. Ain't nothing we can do at this point. It's like how can we tell a story when the main motherfucker ain't there? Fast. But if Roman Reigns is gonna be back on TV, then I'm here for the uh, Roman and the Rock. That's number one. Number two, the reason that this match is probably gonna take place at WrestleMania is because. We all saw the reports, man. WWE wants to rewrite those record books, and they want Roman Reigns to break Hulk Hogan's record. Yes. If Roman Reigns breaks Hulk Hogan's record, that means that Roman Reigns has to win at WrestleMania. Yeah. What better yeah. person for him to beat than The Rock? Because if, Ro- if Roman Reigns faces Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, we're going to be seeing Cody Rhodes lose for the second time. Yep. They're going to break that record. and talk, I don't want to see that. So we might as well punt that to next year when Cody Rhodes can actually get his win. The only way Cody can beat Roman is if The Rock is special guest referee. (laughs) Literally. That's the only way, bro. That's the only way. (laughs) Literally. But the the question here to me is that because we're punting Cody Rhodes' rematch to 2025, what the hell does Cody Rhodes do at WrestleMania? Like, what? What story is there to tell with him at this point, man? I'll say two things, right? All right, so Cooley, your idea actually... In a Vince McMahon world, I could see that. I could see The Rock versus Roman at Elimination Chamber. The Rock gets screwed over, and then you know Cody comes in and he's about to go against the uh, go against uh, Roman Reigns, and then somebody announces The Rock as a special guest referee. Right? And it's just like, <laughs> please, Lord, no, bro. I can see that in a Vince McMahon oh, world. I'm just God. saying. I'm just saying in a Vince McMahon world, I see that happening. One facts, but I mean, shit. I think I think the story writes itself. Cody versus Randy Orton WrestleMania. Oh I mean, my God! Yes, come on, bro. man. The, yes. the story rates itself like Randy Orton is about to go against Roman. Something happens. It leads to, uh, it leads to um him versus Cody. Like we tell the whole backstory, how they used to be friends, evolution, the whole nine, and then Randy puts him over it in the largest way possible because that's just what you know. Damn. Big Brothers do. So I, I didn't th- realize I needed that until right now. Bro, Randy versus yeah. Cody. Randy versus <laughs> Cody is crazy. Randy versus That's Cody is the match, but we're talking That's about real stories right now, you know? Like things that we want to see, things, the emotions we want. That's the story, man. I'm going to say this though right now. I don't want to see that match unless Ted DiBiase Jr. get involved, man. We got to do it. If we're going to do legacy, let's do legacy right, bro. Facts. Bring back Ted DiBiase Jr. I don't know about his pops because then. Didn't his pops get in trouble for? Or was that him? Mm. Was it him who got in trouble for like embezzling money from like poor people or something? Uh, no, nah, it was it was it was it was it was, it was Junior, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Oh, junior? never mind. It. In that case, yeah, Ted DiBiase yeah, Junior. Yeah, far yeah, away yeah. from WWE because that man is on his Brett Favre shit and he's you, stealing money from poor people. I don't want to see that. You know who yeah, needs? To, you know who needs to be involved in that? Who? Triple H. <sighs> Triple H needs to be involved in that, bro. It needs to Why, be a thing. Though? Think about Why? the history between Triple H and Randy Orton and then Triple H and Cody Rhodes. Like, Triple H has the people that he puts his arm around that's like, yo, this is my guy, right? Now, Triple H is clearly Cody Rhodes' favorite wrestler. You've yeah, seen nice. it. It's There's all this history behind it, right? And then we see Randy Orton, who is clearly, you know, Triple H's hand-picked golden child to lead the next generation of wrestling for the next 20 years, who's now at the prime of his career. We're seeing like that dichotomy. He needs to be that. It would be fire, in my opinion, if he's involved in some way. But you know, one can only uh, dream. Hey, I don't think I, Triple H I, is going to be on TV for a while, right? 
we'll, we'll see how it happens. But I just want to say to the people at home, man, I need y'all to understand. If The Rock versus Roman is the match, which is most likely going to be, I don't want to see y'all crying for Cody Rhodes and saying that WWE is screwing him and he left AEW for this. Because at the end of the day, like I said before, Cody Rhodes is the face of the company. His face is on the cups. His face is on the programs. They're on the billboards. They're using him to advertise the house shows. He's giving his belt away to kids. Cody Rhodes is the face of WWE. So it's going to be nice when he finally gets that title, but he don't need that to solidify his spot because his spot is already solid. But with that said, I want to hear from y'all at home, man. Let me know below if punting Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns all the way to 2025 is what you want. Or do you think Cody Rhodes should get that title shot right now, man? Let us Punny. know. Listen, y'all know what time it is. I'm scared. I don't. Y'all, it's, it's the uh, first. It's the first. It's twelve. It's twelve it's noon, the, bro. It's the first one of the year, man. You know, so I'm about to. I'm about to come in heavy. Pause. Look. Oh. Whoa. Pause. Look. I wanna. I wanna say something right now, and I'm just gonna get it out. I'm just gonna say it. The Rock versus Roman. As much as we've been waiting on this, I'm glad it's happening, but it needs to be The Rock's last match. Oh. Let's just call it a spade. It needs to be The Rock's last match ever. What do you mean by that? Hear me out. What do you mean by that? Hear me out, man. And um, I want to I wanna tread lightly, and I'm probably not going to because, <laughs> <laughs> because I really don't like The Rock right now. I don't like The Rock because number one, I've been waiting on this match for way too long. Number because two, it's the, trendy to hate The Rock. That's why, bro. Nah, I've it's just a been trend to hate The Rock, bro. I don't. I I I wanted this match more than anybody. I remember when we were. I remember when we were potting early. This is before we even got started, and I was talking about how much I wanted this match. And I remember people in this. In this illustrious podcast, we're fighting Uh-oh. for Cody Rhodes because he was the next John Cena quad. And you told me to my face, you said The Rock is watched and we don't need him. Stay out of here, your old geezer. Oh, God. I, I, oh, I'm God. Hell, man. Phony. I'm phony hell, a phony bro. man. I did a whole like that. And now look at you. Oh, you man. hate Cody Rhodes. You don't want him to, you don't care about his story. You don't care anything about him. It's sad. But anyways, I say that to say that I I wanted this match a long time ago from The Rock. And you know what? I'm starting to see The Rock's character. I think I think The Rock Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm scared, bro. I'm trying to tread lightly. I think Uh-oh. I think The Rock I think The Rock is just The Rock isn't The Rock anymore. This is oh, Dwayne Johnson. So I'm going to talk to Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson has been active in WWE since 2011 when he returned back to go against or declare that he was going to go against John Cena. That wasn't The Rock anymore. We're looking at John Cena. I mean, John Cena. We're looking at Dwayne Johnson. We're looking at a guy who's a little bit of an egomaniac. It's just kind of all about the, the biggest platform, the biggest this, the biggest that. And he only does things when they're convenient to him. And I completely understand that. I get that. I'm not mad at that. He is the rock. He's paid his dues. He is the biggest star possibly on the planet. My problem in this scenario is that the rock shows back up he declares that he wants to go against Roman Reigns at the head of the table. Um, and we're all, we're all excited, right? 
cool. But let's just let's just step back from the reality a little bit, right? And this is me spewing as a IWC fan. This match, though, is this match is gonna be like The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. It's gonna suck, <laughs> but it's gonna be fire. It's yeah. gonna be trash, but we're gonna enjoy it because of the moment that it gives us. Facts. The Rock is not gonna give us the performance of a lifetime. The Rock is well past his prime. The Rock is not the same wrestler that he used to be. He's not even as compelling. We he's just fun. He's he's a fun guy that we like to see because he's The Rock. We know he talks his talk, but you know, we he's not who he used to be. And this is the zenith of The Rock's career, as far as I'm concerned, in WWE. Now, The Rock is on a downturn of his movie career. He's no mm. longer doing. He's about to. He's look. He's had five duds. Shots. Let's keep it a spade, man. <laughs> yo, The Rock, you're on the you're, yo, Dwayne, you're on the down swivel of your Hollywood career. You've had five duds back to back. Black five, Adam, bro. You dud. You dudded so bad that you got to go and do an A24 film to remind people that. <laughs> <laughs> to remind people that you know what this guy is not so bad after all <laughs> he's not so oh, bad after all snap. and you're trying to get us to like you again Damn. so you come back to the wwe and you give us what we've always wanted for so long and and i'm supposed to just be like oh everything is all right i see through you fam you acted like you needed us but you don't really need us and let's put that all to the side right at the end of the day I don't want to see you in the ring, bro. Like, after your promo with Jinder Mahal, man, like, you were coughing and wheezing, could barely get out the last <laughs> seven seconds, seven sentences of your promo. Oh, yeah, it, it was taking you, it was taking you a, a lifetime. You felt like you was hiking up a hill, and all you did was a spine buster and, and a people's, people's elbow, elbow, bro. And you're wheezing. I could tell you don't get any cardio in. You are all lift, bro. You know what I mean? So let's just, I'm just saying, man, after this, Wrap it up. I don't want to see you go against any other WWE wrestler. You could pop in at WrestleMania. You can have your little spills. You can announce some. Uh, you can announce some record-breaking attendance. You can beat up Michael Cole. You know what I mean. You can you can beat up some <laughs> jobber like Jinder Mahal, who's really an incredible wrestler. And well, not incredible wrestler, but yeah, an incredible oh, talent. Yeah, an incredible talent. right You know, an incredible talent. You know, you can you can punk these guys out and and do your millions and your millions and your shtick. You know, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, wrap it up, man. You're not the same. You don't even you haven't bested anybody on the mic that's worth besting in a very long time. John Cena whooped you. CM Punk whooped you. And ever since then, you've just been treading along. Hold on, hold and you on, know hold what? On, hold on, hold on. Roman and they you won. know what? Yo, bro, Austin Theory kind of whooped them too. I'm just Austin saying, bro. The- and let's call it a spade. And you know how I feel about Austin Theory. Austin Theory was getting in that ass too. Pause. He was whooping you. And you know he what? Was. I'm excited to see Roman wash you day in and day out on every SmackDown because Damn. of your lame shticks and your chants to the crowd who, you know, they're going to chant because they love you. But we all we all know what time it is, man. Roman is gonna watch you. So let this be your last hurrah. Put your cousin over. Put the biggest wrestler since Hulk Hogan over on the biggest platform that you possibly can. WrestleMania. Go do your A twenty four film and come back when you feel like it and run into the Hall of Fame. It's over. And you that call, is my TED talk. 
You call Roman the biggest wrestler since Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he's I mean, definitely smoking. He's smoking I, mean, he's about, I mean, he's about to nah. he's about to beat his his uh record. Nah. I'm not talking like nothing. notoriety. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, right, you know, I'm just. But you I'm know just, what's crazy? I'm just talking <laughs> about like crazy? the ring. Yeah, I mean, come on. We know the it's biggest cra- record is. I mean, biggest wrestler is The Rock. You know, so. You know what's crazy? How last year I think we all were saying this. How we was like. What do you mean you're not in wrestling shape? You work out every day. We was all complaining about it, but now we see that it's really a difference. <laughs> this yep. man works out every day, and he was wheezing, bro. Like that's insane. So we couldn't, we can't fault him if he's he got not ready no, for nah, wrestling. He ain't got no conditioning, man. He ain't hitting no treadmill. <laughs> he ain't doing no. He ain't doing no calisthenics. Well, he's all lift, bro. Ever since I seen that, it, it makes me think that maybe he's not ready in time for EC. Like he probably need more he probably time. Probably need that, yeah, exactly. Because bro was tired. I've never seen a rock like that, bro. That's insane. No, he's in coughing. Oh, I'm about to go and get something to eat. Oh, where should I go? Oh, should I eat at the bar? Oh, or maybe I should go to the booth. Oh, or maybe, maybe I should sit at the head of the table. Maybe you should go on the treadmill and burn some of that juice that you got on you so you can get in wrestling shape. That's all I'm saying. Yo, I hate how toxic I am, bro, because I really encourage this behavior from Sylvan. I be hyping this man. <laughs> I'm over here like, yo, Austin Theory whooped his head, too. I'm, I, I'm knowing damn well that I love The Rock, man. Yeah, we all love The Rock, man. We, do. But we all love him, man. We, we we call a spade a spade, you feel me, at the end uh, of the day. You don't, hey, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. We ourselves, man. Yeah, I, I, I actually disagree with all of this. I'm going to let oh, you know wow. why. Yeah. Look, man, Parts The Rock sicko. King... I'm not look. Do I think that the Rock is in like ring shape and can give us a classic match? Not at all, man. This this Rock versus Roman match is probably gonna be, you know, like mid at best. Like I don't I don't expect the Rock to go in there and wrestle like it's 1998. He can't do that no more. This man's a movie star. But at the end of the day, I feel like wrestling fans are so entitled. Y'all are so entitled. I understand that y'all wanted this match for years and years, and it's finally taking place now while The Rock is, what, 54, 55? But at the end of the day, The Rock ain't got to do none of this shit. Like, must I remind you, The Rock is a billionaire. Do you know how a billion dollars look? I don't even know how many O's are in a billion. It's a a big-ass number, bro. And The Rock got that in his bank account right now. So whenever The Rock decides that he wants to come back to wrestling, he's doing us a favor. Because I'm pretty sure nothing that WWE can pay him is worth like what he already got. They're probably paying him the equivalent of $20, $25 right now for him to be back in WWE. So The Rock ain't got to do none of this shit. If, he, he, if he's coming back to wrestle Roman Reigns, y'all should be bowing down and worshiping his feet, bro. Because this nigga ain't got to do none of that. This is a billionaire. He don't got to give us anything. He ain't got to give us anything that he, we are asking for. So well, technically, as long as he, he wants to come he around, do. be happy. Why? He got to be only because he made that wish to the Make a Wish Kids. <laughs> That's you a know lot that of pressure. nigga was lying about that damn wish. He ain't giving no damn. The That's Rock is becoming Hulk Hogan, man. The Rock he is, is Hulk Hogan. Hogan. He is Hulk Hogan, man. Like he he is Hulk Hogan, bro. Get him out of here, dog. Look, I'm sorry. You know what? The same reason, the same thing that you're telling me, Quan. The fact that he doesn't have to be here is the same reason why he probably shouldn't. Look, at the end of the day, bro, knock it out the park, Rock. Knock it out the park. You don't have He's to be going here, to, man. but you decided to be here. Make it make sense to me. 
We, I mean, yes, absolutely. If, as a but wrestling Rock fan, is good how could you be mad at that, bro? If you if you a wrestling fan and you think WWE is the hottest it's ever been right now, which most of us do, absolutely. how can we be mad at the biggest actor, the biggest star in the world coming back and giving back to pro wrestling? Because I don't care about pro wrestling. Like, I he, care about the bloodline. I don't care about the, the benefit of <laughs> pro wrestling. Care about I don't wrestling care about being hot. No, I don't care about that right now. I don't wrestling is hotter. I mean, wrestling as hot as it's ever been. I don't care about that right now. And he's helping that, bro. He helping I mean, that. I, I agree. I don't. I don't disagree with you. But I don't care about that right now. I care about the bloodline, like, and the bloodline rock, sucks bro. right now, bro. The bloodline has not been good in five months. I don't Let's care, just call it man. I don't care. I care. I care. No, bro. I this care. Is the rock. This I is know the he's rock the rock. At the end of the day, like we gotta I, respect our legends, bro. You know, it, this reminds me of how people treat LeBron James. Like as a, as a LeBron James fan, this reminds me of how people treat LeBron James because LeBron LeBron James is damn near forty, bro. He just turned thirty nine, and people be out there mad because, like, oh, why is LeBron James smiling after a loss in December? It's like my nigga, it's December. LeBron James got four championships. He been MVP what three, four times. He's the leading scorer in NBA history. He's still giving us 28 points a night at 39 years old. Why are we criticizing this man? Like, just let him do him at this point. The he ain't got finish. nothing else to prove. The Rock, and the, that's rock. the Rock, bro. Look, the Rock ain't got shit else to prove, man. The Rock, look, man. Look, at the end of the day, LeBron James is in the league. He's in the NBA. He is playing <laughs> basketball every season. You know what The Rock is doing? You know what he's doing? Giving, giving us incredible movies, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Giving like us Baywatch incredible. And, giving like giving us Baywatch. Era, giving us Baywatch. Giving us Black Trash. Adam. Giving us trash. Black Adam <laughs> and some other dog movie that nobody cares about. You know, and it's just is doing so bad. You know, hey, come on, man. Credibility back. I'm gonna say it again. He has to get his credibility back and get us to like him again. So he's doing credibility. Yeah, let's call it spade a spade, bro. This That's... nigga just said the Rock got to give us credibility. That's the Rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got to get his credibility back, and he's got to make us like him. Now, when I talk about credibility, I don't mean, like, in the ring or in WWE. I mean, like, you know, as a movie star. You know, the fact okay, that okay. you bombed so bad, you know, Bro. you got you to gotta do an A24 film. And on top of that, you want them <laughs> Maybe to like you again, so you come back to wrestling because you have nothing else to do. I'm sorry. Bro. Like, I, I'm just calling it for what it is. And all I'm saying is that this should be your mat last match. What better way to go out than putting your cousin over on the biggest stage of them all? What is this smoke you got I, with A24, bro? Oh, I don't have A24. A24 is becoming like, oh, good. You, you like good movies? You should watch us. And I hate that. I hate anything that becomes known for something <laughs> and completely like diverts or like alienates anything else, right? It's like, oh, this is where you do good movies at and everything else is just everything else. It's like, bruh, why can't we just make good movies in general? Why can't good wrestling just be good wrestling, right? Why can't the rock? Hate everything, I'm just man. saying, bro. I, you look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love the bloodline. You saw me on this podcast. I have bigged up Roman Reigns and the Bloodline so much in my heart. And to see where the Bloodline is right now, it breaks my heart. And now we get the Rock back. And it's just like, bro, this is either going... I don't think y'all realize this. This has to be great. Because this is either going to be the worst thing ever for the Bloodline, or this is going to be the rebound for the Bloodline. That's what I'm invested in. Everybody else can be invested in pro wrestling, and I get that. It's great. Everything is great. The Rock is good business. I'm glad he's going against Roman. It's going to be a great time. But, man, this Bloodline storyline might end up sucking, and that's bad for me. And I care about what I, what I, what I stood up for. It's like, it's like seeing your favorite rapper is going to drop a classic and then 
cannabis just ends up dropping the worst debut of all time. And it's like, Can damn. I bust? Like, yeah, it's just like, I and bust. it's just like, damn, like, <laughs> what happened? And it's like, now I got to show to everyone. I'm just, maybe this is personal. Maybe this is personal. That's how I felt but when hey. J. Cole dropped the uh, the sideline story, man. I was telling everybody, yo, this is the hardest rapper, bro. He one of the hardest niggas I heard in a long time. That album that got album unfair flag, out, man. It was nah, unfair. That album was, that album that album was full flag, of man. songs that already was out. But it, got, un- it got unfair flag, though. Nah, dog. That, record, that, that joint had, it had Mr. Nice Watch on it, bro. I mean, yeah, Mr. Nice Watch <laughs> is bad. But, but it had, bro, you, you think about like the, the roster of those songs. Nobody's perfect. Um, breakdown, that's my breakdown, break bro. Oh, breakdown. Break um, even look, I don't care. Um, workout is a is a classic. You may hate it, it but it's a classic song. It is. Um, what what else? What what? Are, uh, uh, can't get enough. Can't get like, enough. Trey like, songs. You know, Trey songs. Lights, lights please ends up being on there, and I don't like lights please, but it is a classic song. I I don't know. I feel like we got unfair flat. That's just me though. I hear you. I hear you. Cool. You got I mean, anything you want to say? Uh. I wouldn't be mad if The Rock retires this year for wrestling. I wouldn't be mad. I mean, he's done, every, he's done everything. It's like it's like when The Undertaker retired two years ago. He's done everything. What else do he have to prove? Yeah. But I wouldn't want him to retire at a B-level event like Elimination Chamber. He has to retire. <laughs> Facts. At, he has to retire at WrestleMania. So that's just Facts. Look, Rock, man, I appreciate everything you do, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. You got some classic movies, Fast and Furious, Moana. Y'all forgot about Moana, man. Moana is a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Moana is a classic. That's a Disney classic. And now if you want to go give us an A24 film and show off your real acting chops and not just do these generic-ass action movies like uh, Rampage and (laughs) what was the other one, Drive or whatever, like, go do your thing, man. I I love A24, so I will be in the theater watching it. I don't want to see Black Adam again, but you know, do your thing, Rock man. I'm here for you. I don't know what these two brothers are talking about. They clearly don't appreciate everything that you've done for pro wrestling. But you were one of my first favorite pro wrestlers. Now you you might have fell off a little bit after that. And, and let's be honest. Let's just be honest before we get out of this topic. The Rock ain't really never been that great in the ring, like to begin with. Even when he was hot back in the day, it's not like he was out there giving us Bret Hart type matches. I don't know, man. He's, Rock versus a, uh, Chris Benoit at uh, No Mercy was incredible. Okay, but look, but look at the other person you named. What was bro. that? Two thousand. I mean, it's true. Yeah, that, it's Chris Benoit. Two thousand. He he's had classics with a few people, man. Like that's I hate I hate when people use like a wrestler's match against like one of the best wrestlers in the world to prove that like they were good in the ring because they'd be like, oh no, nah, he's not that bad because his match with Brian Danielson was fire. Like nigga, it's Brian Danielson. I could have a great match with Brian Danielson, and I ain't never wrestled before. Like Brian Danielson is just that guy, so it's like I'm not mad at yeah, that. The, yeah, the Rock versus Chris Benoit was great. Nigga, that's Chris Benoit. I remember Chris Benoit feeling like, like I remember as a kid watching Benoit like beat up the Rock, and like Shane McMahon was on his side. I was like, damn, bro, like <laughs> yeah. this nigga Chris Benoit is just the worst. Like he's just whooping the Rock's <laughs> ass, man. Like he, he really looked like a menace as a kid. Yeah, I remember when the Rock, he was looking for him through the building. Benoit! And he caught him in the back and rock bottom him on the car, man. Good times. Good so times. I'm gonna man, make you people's squeal. elbow, bro. People's elbow is so... When you get older, you realize that's, that movie is so yeah. crazy. Like, you can just get up, bro. Why are you still laying there? <laughs> he, said he, he said he did that to uh, try to break The Undertaker. Like, that's, why, that's the reason why he created that move. I'm like, dang, everybody's trying to break Taker. Yeah, That was one of the first things that 
really got me to understand that wrestling was like a production and it was a work because I would I would see dudes do like leg drops from the top rope or like random ass four fifties through tables and like the guy would kick up, but then I would see the rock do uh people's elbow and the dude would just be knocked out. And little kid me is sitting there thinking like how did he not get up from an elbow drop? But this other guy got up from that. Like, it's not making sense. And then that's when it really clicked in my head. Like, oh, this is Bing. a television show that I'm watching. This is not yeah. This is not supposed to be real, bro. But, you know, it yeah. is what it is. But let us know out there how y'all feel, man. Is The Rock washed? Was his promo bad? A lot of people are saying that promo was trash. It was trash. The Rock fell off. It is trash, cool bro. The Rock, the Rock ain't cool. out here like that, man. But, but yeah, man, bro, that's the Wayne, though. That's washed. the Wayne. That's not The Rock. That's the Wayne Johnson. That's The Rock that's, is definitely washed. We're going to call him Rock the Dwayne Johnson. It's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson no more. That's Rock the Dwayne Johnson. I know that's right. But we love you still, bro. We still love you, but is The Rock washed, man? Should The Rock should the Rock retire after we finally get through this Rock versus Roman nonsense? Let us know down below how y'all feel about that. Now, fellas, y'all want to get into the rundown? Or should we should we should we tackle one more topic, man? man? Let's run it, man. Whatever you're trying to do, bro. Hey, let's let's do one more topic, bro. Let's do one more topic before we get into the rundown, fellas. I was doing my thing, right? I was on the internet. I was on Twitter. I hate Twitter so much, bro. Twitter is so toxic. All it is is just a bunch of wrestling fans. Well, at least my timeline is just a bunch of wrestling fans arguing and a bunch of tribal bullshit. But. One tweet that I saw stood out in particular, and I forget that what that tweet was verbatim, but it was pretty much along the lines of WWE has moved away from the need to have a Money in the Bank briefcase. And it got me thinking, man. It got me thinking. Do I agree with this? Do we agree with this? Because uh, let's look at the last two Money in the Bank winners, man. We remember 2022 Austin Theory. First off, Austin Theory had no business with that damn Money in the Bank briefcase, but Vince McMahon yep. was in office back then, and you know Vince probably liked the way he looked. He had some muscles and some <laughs> and some nice hair, nice jawline. So so Vince was like, "He's the man." Your they dad's not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Roman was crazy for that, but yeah, man, uh, man. they put Roman the Money in the crazy. Bank briefcase on Austin Theory. And there was never a moment in time where I believed that Austin Theory was going to successfully cash that money in the bank briefcase in. And uh, he didn't. He teased it a couple times. He didn't cash it in. And then he finally cashed it in for the goddamn U.S. title. And it, it, it kind of made no sense. But at that point, it was like, what else title was he going to cash it in on? Like, he wasn't, he clearly wasn't going to cash it in on Roman and beat Roman. Like, that was never going to happen. So, he never really fit into that main event program, so it made no sense for him to have that money in the bank briefcase. And then move on to 2023, Damian Priest was the money in the bank briefcase winner, and he kind of is in a similar position <clears throat> as him. Uh, I'm gonna say MJF. He's in a similar position as Austin Theory was because it's like, at the end of the day, we all know the direction that WWE is going in. We're gonna get The Rock versus Roman for the title at WrestleMania, and we're probably going to get Seth Rollins versus CM Punk for the world title at WrestleMania. I don't see how Damian Priest fits in any of this. Damian Priest has, he's teased cashing in the Money in the Bank briefcase a couple times, but I've never believed that it was going to happen. Like, whenever he's out there with the title, I mean, with the briefcases, I just know that some some bullshit is going to happen and he's not going to cash in because I just can't see Damian Priest winning that world title, at least not right now. So, as much as I don't want to agree with this tweet, a part of me does kind of agree. Money in the bank is kind of outdated. 
Now, obviously, it's not going anywhere. WWE just announced that the Money in the Bank next year, is, or this year, actually, is going to take place in Canada, and it's going to be a big show. So, clearly, it's not going anywhere. But at this point, I feel like WWE needs to change the concept of Money in the Bank. Gone are the days when the <coughs> Daniel Bryans and the up-and-comers can win that briefcase and cash in and catapult their career. That's, that's over with. At this point, the Money in the Bank needs to be put on people who are clearly in position to win that title. Put it on Randy Orton. Somebody. Put it on the put it on people that are already at the top, and we can actually believe that they're going to cash in and win that championship. Because I don't see it with Austin Theory. I don't see it with Damian Priest. We all know what it is. But how do y'all feel about that, man? Do y'all think that money in the bank is kind of outdated at this point? Yeah, to me it is. I feel like we haven't had a successful winner since, what, two years? It's been two or three years. For the world when title? Big, yeah. I yeah, think when, Big E was uh, the last one. Big E, yeah, he beat Bobby. Um, I feel like they're putting it they're putting it on people that's not ready for that light. Mm-hmm. And if they're gonna continue to do that, there's no purpose of having it. Put it back on WrestleMania and leave it at that. Right. Cause it's old news at this point. Um, I disagree. I think we just had two really bad money in the banks. I think Austin Theory was clearly a byproduct of Vince McMahon and we didn't need that. And Honestly, I only think we've had one. Like, I actually don't. I'm not mad at Damian Priest having Money in the Bank, and the reason is because the next money. The reason is because Money in the Bank. The next Money in the Bank is in July, right? I think so, right? So, if I look at this, we have six months, and depending on how they decide to book this U.S. title, I mean, sorry, not U.S. title. Um, depending on how they decide to book this world title, um, things could be interesting, man. Like, if if Punk if Punk wins at Mania. Um, against Seth Rollins, and gets and then gets cashed in on at WrestleMania by Damian Priest. It's kind of a big deal, and that also can start another feud. I'm not saying that but that should happen. That? Could you see that happening though? Like, let's be I, honest, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly, I the re- look. I honestly can't. I think Damian Priest. Look, as much as I don't want to, as much as I don't really care to see it, Damian Priest is the leader of Judgment Day. Judgment Day is. Arguably the hottest faction in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's it's no different than Triple H being the leader of DX in 97, 98. At some point you gotta flip the switch. You know, like we knew Triple H was Triple H, but at some at a certain point, like we gotta allow him to become the game, right? At a certain point, we gotta allow Damian Priest to become that guy and we gotta give him a chance. Um right. so I I don't think Damian Priest is necessarily um a bad choice. I just think we're at a point where wrestling is in the craziest boom ever and there's so many options. People forget what it feels like to have all that this amount of talent in the past 20 years. So, of course, mm-hmm. there's going to be some guys on Twitter that it's like, growing up means that money in the bank is a flawed concept and we don't need it anymore. It's like, no, that's not the case. It's just that we need to figure out how to continue to book this in, a, in the best way possible. And I think Theory honestly really made made a real stain on the money in the bank because nobody in nobody who's ever had money in the bank has ever cashed in on the u.s title <laughs> yeah that was stupid nobody's ever <laughs> done that, that. it was so dumb it it really cheapened the experience of money in the bank and i right. think we need what, to rebound from that what do we always say on this podcast y'all know, y'all know the quote that's, that's stupid, stupid. You <laughs> use your use your common sense. Mm-hmm. that was dumb that was dumb <laughs> it's dumb bro. Not, i feel you though i feel you and you know, as wrestling fans, we often do get recency bias or we get uh, negative biases. 
And we do forget that there has been a lot of successful cash-ins. Like, let's look at the women's money in the bank. EO Sky, that catapulted EO, EO Sky. Sky's career, man. She's doing her thing right now. She's and, killing it. <laughs> right. And that's all because of the, the money in the bank briefcase and the, the damage control thing. So, like, I get it. But like I said, man, at some point, put it like this. The money in the bank was better off when it was going on people that were like going to win or on the cusp of winning a championship. Like when the money in the bank went to edge, he was already a main inventor. So we could believe that he was going to get it. And he got it when the money in the bank was on Randy Orton or Seth Rollins. Like they were already main adventures. So when they cashed in, like we got it. Even Brock Lesnar. Wasn't Brock Lesnar money in the bank champion at some point? Yep. So like it made sense for them. Austin Theory and Damian Priest, they are future main eventers for sure. But they are like on the cusp right now. Right why? now, they're 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 higher mid carters, and I don't see them cashing in for world titles. Why, why is Damian Priest not a main eventer? I'm just curious because he ain't in main events. Like, let's look at the logjam up front in WWE right now of main eventers. We got Jay Uso, we got Cody Rhodes, we got Seth Rollins, we got Brock Lesnar, we got Randy Orton, we got Roman Reigns, we got Jimmy Uso and Solo on the on the rise. We got LA Knight. Like, it's so many main eventers up there, and Damian Priest, as dope as he is. And as much as he might be a star in the future, he's not on their level yet. We all know it. But my thing like, is, but he's my... not even the hot. Like, let's be honest, bro. He's not even the hottest in his group right now. We he's all not... know who get the biggest reactions in that group. And his name is Dominic Mysterio. I would rather see Dominic with the money in the bank briefcase at this point. <laughs> and that's just me. So it's like, do we really think that Damian Priest is going to successfully cash that in? It's I mean, sad because he put on a classic last year too, man. I right. just, I, I just think we're, over, I think we're overlooking him because, uh, just because of the amount of talent that's out and the amount of people that are hot. But I, I keep going, I keep harking back to like the DX days, right? Like Triple H wasn't getting the craziest responses in his DX faction. You know who's getting the craziest responses? HBK. Badass Billy, not well, not oh, even yeah, HBK. Badass Billy Gunn, Badass Billy Gunn, and then uh, Road, yeah, Road Dog, Road Dog yeah. would come out, and we would go crazy. You had, we oh, had you didn't know? Oh, you better call somebody. somebody. That whole gentlemen, boys and girls. It's like he was so <laughs> yeah, you're right. insane. So when I, but we all knew Triple H was the leader, and even China, right? Like China was clearly like an Amazon. Out but of those, were, but those were different situations though, because like, yeah, yeah, like, that was DX. But like, we all knew Triple H was where Triple H was going. But let's look at just the money in the bank um, briefcase concept itself. Mm -hmm. How many careers has that briefcase successfully launched outside of careers that were already just like in that trajectory? Who won? Because like, uh, who who's won the? The, uh... Most of the people who were just on the cusp, but not all the way there yet, they failed their cash ins. Like Mr. F Mr. Kennedy failed his cash in. I want to say Damian Sandow wasn't he Money in the Bank briefcase winner at some point? He failed his cash in. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. At the only person that was like underdog and on the cusp of being the guy and cashed in successfully that I could remember was Daniel Bryan. Because at that point, Daniel Bryan had given us nothing in WWE. Nothing that said that he was a main eventer. But he cashed in on Mark Henry, and then the rest was history. He became the man. But other than that, guys like Big E, guys like Edge and Randy Orton, like we all knew that who, who they were by that point. Like Big E yeah. was already a Hall of Famer before he ever got that world title. Yeah. I, mean, we got I can't say the same Dean, thing for Damian Priest, man. We got CM Punk. Dean Ambrose was like Ambrose, 2016, 17. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Dolph Ziggler. I mean, come on. Come on. You man. Know, we know how that um, led. He, he, he had the title for a day. 
Yeah, literally. Yeah. And, that, and that, <laughs> like, I, don't man, like going, I don't even like going back to Ziggler because it was really out of his hands, bro. Like, yeah. And Vince was just, fault. yeah, man. Seth Rollins, obviously. Sheamus, I mean, come on. Dean Ambrose. Right. Yeah, I see, I see, I see where you're coming from. I just, I guess, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like Damian Priest isn't. I feel like, and this is just me being real. Like, I don't really want to see Damian Priest right now with the World Heavyweight Title, but that's just because I want to see so many other people with it. Mm. But I feel like Damian Priest is a main eventer. I feel like he's the leader of the hottest faction in WWE, and the leader. My, I mean, he. I mean, he that's, one of them. that's how they. That's that's the present. I mean, he that's looks how like, present. He looks the most like a. Leader. Oh, I thought Rhea was. I facts. mean, I mean, you know, coolly know what it is. I mean, I'm just saying, the the leader of the of the Judgment Day, as as presented to me as a wrestling fan, has been Damian Priest. So I feel like it's not completely far fetched that this guy cashes in and becomes who he needs to become, and he's already has enough around him to be a main eventer. I just think sometimes you got to pull that trigger. You got to pull that trigger and see if it works, right? Like, yeah, you pull that trigger swim, on gender, bro. and it didn't work. Sorry, gender. <laughs> My bad. Sink or swim. Sink yeah. or swim, man. I, wanna, I, I definitely want to see big things for Damian Priest, though. Facts. And also, you know, last time um, we had a guest on this podcast, AJ Francis, he mentioned that, you know, there was a WWE superstar who uh, <laughs> got blocked from being in Black Panther 2. Now, look, I did my investigations on that. And, you know, it looked like, you know, Damian Priest was almost Neymar at some point. Now, look, I didn't get this from AJ. Sheesh. AJ never said a name. Straight Shout up. out to AJ Francis. But look, from me looking into it, it sounded like it was Damian Priest was almost in Black Panther 2. So, obviously, Damian Priest got that crossover effect. <clears throat> I mean, he looks the part. And he's an incredible wrestler. He's probably the best big man in, in wrestling right now as far as in-ring goes. So Absolutely. I would like to see it. It's just in my heart. I I, I I can't believe it yet. But who knows, man? Stranger things have happened, man. A lot of I talent right Otis, now. <laughs> I remember Otis had that money in the bank briefcase. And it was like, what is what is what are what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. But yeah. I guess it remains right. to be seen, man. We'll see. Let us know how y'all feel, man, down below. Does Damien is Damien Priest? Do you buy him as a world champion? Is Money in the Bank still a cool concept, or do y'all want to see that go away? Let us know down below, man. Now, Cooley, I know you sick, man. I know you got whatever you got. <laughs> I, don't, I was about to say, I was about to say bovid, but I, I don't think we can say that word without you though getting like mm, yeah. flagged or something. Like you know, it's it's, really? it's real weird. Yeah, they they you know the internet, man. YouTube oh, is real crazy. weird with certain words, like certain things you got to tiptoe around, or else YouTube will be yeah. like nah. But um, yeah, man, no, no. I know you're sick, but you got to get us through it, man. What's going on in the rundown, man? Yeah, God got... damn, man. There's a lot of things going on during the rundown. We were just talking about Dwayne Johnson. Let's talk about him again for a little bit. The Rock mm-hmm, wasn't the mm-hmm. only return this week. You know who else returned? We just talked about him just now. Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal is back on Raw with a new anti-American gimmick. Hmm. Have we seen this before? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are we digging this new character, you guys? Do we want to see Jinder back in the main event scene? Quan, I want to know your opinion on this, man. Go off, Quan. Are you digging this new character we've never seen before? In our lives. <laughs> we, we definitely have never seen this gimmick before. Look, man. First off, I like Jinder Mahal. I've always liked Jinder Mahal. I know a lot of people hated on his modern-day Maharaja run when he had the world title, but... I, I dug it. I thought it was dope. 
I thought All it was right. cool that WWE was trying something new with a guy who actually looked the part. Like Jinder Mahal looks like a wrestling star. He's big. And he's I like I like the fact that he's Indian. Like we need more non-Americans as like champions, you know what I'm saying? We need more ethnicities, more nationalities up there. So I'm not mad at Jinder Mahal being back on the scene and being a main eventer. But the anti-American thing, man, that's so goddamn played out, bro. First off, we already saw this from Muhammad Hassan. We saw this from Tiger Ali Singh. We saw we saw this from Davari. Even Mustafa Ali almost did a version of this. Like he's doing a kind of a version of this right now with the whole politician thing. It's not quite the same, but I see the parallels. At this point, it's like we ain't gotta make non-Americans anti-American at this point, bro. Lance Storm did this. Bro, Christian had a whole Lance group Storm. in WWE called the Un-Americans, and yeah. their whole gimmick was to hate America. Like, bro, it's not nineteen eighty no more. We gotta we gotta stop with this anti-American bullshit. Now, I get it. It is kind of relevant today because, you know, America is America at the end of the day. But uh, nah, man, I'm not trying to see uh, an Indian hate America as a gimmick. Like, that's just played, bro. That's played. That's, the Iron Sheik was doing that in 1980, bro. Nic- <laughs> what's his name? What's his name? Nikola, Nikola Volkov or whatever. Whatever. I don't know. It's, um, stop. Low-key low key Jack Swagger and... Uh, and uh, Zeb yeah. Coulter and Zeb Coulter and uh, yeah Cesaro, Cesaro bro, but, but that was hot. That was fire. It was. We, we the people. The people. We the I miss, people. I miss, I miss Cesaro, man. I do, man. Come home, Cesaro, bro. Yo, come get on, out, bro. Get out of there. Get out, get out of there. WrestleMania in a '98 Camry. <laughs> what a guy. He's he basically Kawhi Leonard, man. Yeah, literally. Yeah, Kawhi out here driving like you know a station wagon or some shit. <laughs> We don't want to see this gimmick, WWE. What's going on, man? Like, I mean, what's going on? I mean, you know, fine. Doesn't he have a faction? Yeah, in this year, it's him, Veer, and some other big nigga. Uh, whatever. I don't know what happened to Shanky, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care for the gimmick. I do wish, and this is my bigger problem, right? Um, and I don't know if we're gonna talk about this. Um, but one of my bigger problems is that like ethnicity groups only being tied to being tied to their identity being tied to their ethnicity like there can be nothing that differentiates them from the fact that they are an ethnic group right so when i look at gender mahal and this entire anti-america and i'm pretty sure that's going to go in with his faction it's just like well can't we be more creative can't there be right. something that has a different angle even if it is tied to the ethnicity can't can't we like figure out something that something can we do something different it, it, it reminds me of um uh Quan, we were talking about this uh cool we were talking about this too about the differentiation between lwo and um santos escobar's new faction like With what's going Darius, yeah, yeah lost the Darius. like what's going to be the differentiation other than the fact that these are two predominantly mexican groups like, can we figure something out? So, I don't know. It's lazy to me, but I really do like Jinder Mahal. I've always been a Jinder Mahal fan. I think he always had a great look, and I really love the modern-day Maharaja. Um, I'm really sad to see that go for this gimmick. Right. It's not even believable. That, I don't even think that's he really America, which is crazy. I, like I <laughs> At all. It's like he doesn't even... I, like, when he talks about it, it's just like, bro, this isn't believable. Like, we <laughs> seem like a really good guy. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Well... We'll see if he's really back or he was just used for a troll for you know, Facts. Day one. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of crazy. Right. Now, 
According to Fightful, Andrade is also likely headed back to WWE after finishing up with AEW this past week. How big of a loss is this for AEW, and how should WWE handle his return? Do you guys see him returning at, what, Royal Rumble or yep. just on a regular show? Royal Rumble? Probably. Royal Rumble. Probably. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, to answer the first Jeez. question, um, it's not a big loss for AEW. I mean, as dope as Andrade is, I feel like Andrade checks all the boxes besides the fact that he's not fluent in English. Like, he looks good. He can wrestle great. He has charisma. Like, he checks every box to be a professional wrestler. But he wasn't doing shit in the AEW, let's be honest. Like, he was just a random mid-carter thrown into random groups. So, AEW's not going to miss him at all. It is a good pickup by WWE, though. Um, hopefully, in my, I know Sylvan might feel differently, but in my opinion, please don't put this man with the other Mexican cast. Like, I don't want to see uh, every Latino guy that comes into the company get thrown into LWO or, like, an all-Spanish faction. Like, nah, keep him away from all that. Matter of fact, put him on Raw, where he's not even close to none of that. Put him on Raw, debut him at the um the Royal Rumble, and then go from there. Maybe 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 shift Zelina Vega over back to Raw and then have her be his manager. But I don't want to see him running with Santos and them. I don't want to see him running with LWO and Carlito. I don't want none of that. He's going to be with LWO and Carlito <laughs> and all of that. Let's just call it a spade. Number nah, one, look, look, man, look. I, I think Andrade is amazing, but number one, um, He's not hot. He's talented, but he's not hot. He left WWE in a moderate space, and he went to AEW and honestly didn't really do much more. So he's going to come back, and the response is going to be pretty lukewarm. Um, he, he'll probably get like a somewhat of a pop at the Rumble. But there, there, this is a crowded game. And so if you want to make best use of your assets, stick them with something that's already kind of on the way, and we kind of need it. So I think Andrade being the new leader of LWO and putting that Andrade versus Santos, who's the bigger dog, it's a, it's a story that writes itself. And it puts Andrade in a space where he can be seen and be on TV regularly, except instead of being in catering, trying to figure out who he's going to job to next. Because we all know, as much as you love him, Quan, that's where he's at. He's, he's just a guy who is really great and is an incredible wrestler, has everything going for him. But... This is a different WWE than when he first came, man. Right. And there's a lot, and we got Santos right now. Santos is busting it. He going so crazy. Yeah, he's so going crazy. Santos is the hottest right now. Out of yeah, all bro, he's going crazy. So the fact that he's not necessarily needed as much, put him somewhere where he's needed. Put him as a leader. LWO It's the best thing but you can do for him. If they How put many, him in LWO, they, they can replace him with LWO. with Joe Quinn since he's Filipino. And then you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Joaquin Phoenix is not Mexican. Why man, is he in LWO, bro? bro. It they, works. they really be pretending like he's Mexican, and I just be like, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> it works. But bro, how many how many members of LWO do we need, bro? Right now, we got Rey Mysterio, who is the real leader. I don't know why you keep saying that Andrade would be the leader. Like, come on, man. This is this is this is Ray's joint. He, he's Rey gone. Mysterio. He's not on TV. We got Cruz. We got Cruz. We got Phoenix. We got Zelina. Dragon Lee. Zelina Vega. Carlito. Um, Carlito. Like, bro, 
how many members these niggas need? Or put on with Santos. You know what I mean? Have them run amok. Have them go crazy. You know what I mean? And be like the super heels of the next era. I don't Damn, know. That's tough though because Santos and Andrade exactly. are like exactly the same person. They are <laughs> they the same, same person. person bro. Damn. Damn. Andrade on the other side and have everybody start clicking up. And then have wow. LWO people start betraying people and then go to the other side and it becomes an even. You're trying to have Mexican warfare, man. I mean, that's Honestly, what they're that doing. Might be kind of hot though. <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing. <laughs> It be kind of hot because uh, hey, WWE been teasing a, a premium live event in Mexico this year. Like apparently that's been in planning. So I mean, LWO versus the cartel, have... man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I don't know That'd how. I, yeah, I don't know how they will feel about a cartel gimmick though. And uh, yeah, they got an I yeah, hate America gimmick with Jinder Mahal, man. They could do anything. Let's go, <laughs> man. Come on. But yeah, I mean, that's, that. that's, that's playing a dangerous game, though. Traveling to Mexico when you yeah. got like, a group with a cartel gimmick, like I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. You get that call like they did Peso. I mean, hey. call it a... <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but bro. I mean, they could Man. call it, they could call the cartel, make a deal. Anything it, it could be arranged, too. Uh, bro. I, anything can happen, man. Bro, it happens. Like I, apparently, uh, I forget which group it was, but the Yakuza. It was like a Yakuza type group in WWE or WCW or something at one point, and. Or maybe it was New Japan, but uh, you know, the Yakuza made that call, like, hey, stop all that right now. See. It happens. That's crazy. Man. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Triple H should get ahead of it, make the call, get the cl- clearance license, make sure everything is straight, pay the cartel, and get the get the gimmick. <laughs> pay Something. the cartel. Hey, super is out his goddamn mind. <laughs> That's man. Insane, I don't know what's wrong with this. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens when this man comes out at Royal Rumble. Shout out to Andrade. You Shout out to Andrade, man. You did. Now the devils. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do we Bruh. have to? Bro, the devils were finally revealed as Adam Cole and the Undisputed Kingdom. Now, a lot of people are calling this predictable. Were y'all let down or was this the right decision? <laughs> Silly, like, were you, you think, let man? down? <laughs> were you let down? Um You tell me, Cooley. Uh I just thought it was just going to be just Adam Cole. Like, I didn't know it was going to be this whole faction of mid-level wrestlers. Like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know don't do, what don't do is going on. Like that. Don't do yeah. Roddy like that. I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on here. I think AEW has ran out of creative ideas. Sheesh. I, I don't know what's going on. Sheesh. This is insane. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not mad at Adam Cole and this faction of mid-carders being... Thing, <laughs> come on, I man. am. Why y'all doing I, that? I'm just mad at the fact, fact that it took this long. We should have revealed this two, three months ago. This storyline ran its course, it had intrigue at the beginning, it was fun. Um, but they waited too long, and by the time we got here, it just I don't think it failed expectations, I don't think it blew expectations away. It was just like, okay, cool, we're moving on now. I'm glad it's over. Um, I think people were very set on it either being Jack Perry or Adam Cole. So we already knew what time it was. Um, And there was a time where it was more Jack Perry than Adam Cole. And I think when we went to go see Full Gear, that's when it should have been done. That's when Mm -hmm. it should have been revealed. You know, and the fact that that's not the case, we're moving on collectively as a wrestling unit. And so I'm glad uh, Adam Cole... I don't care. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care, bro. I don't care. Do something better. Like something something else. MJF's right, not on all TV. Right, all right. MJF's not on TV. What is Adam Cole gonna do now? Who's he what is he gonna do now? Like what what where does this lead? 
That's my thing. It's like right. this is so short sighted, bro. It's like what, like bro, what's next? What's next? They said, bro. I was watching Dynamite and they set up a feud with, uh, I guess, the Undisputed Kingdom or whatever they call it now versus yes, the Undisputed Kingdom That's versus the acclaimed. And then uh, the, the ass boys with Jay, and that's Jay not White. and that's like, not a feud. That's not a feud. What? It's not a feud. It's not. Nobody that's wants to see that, bro. The acclaimed versus Adam Cole and Roderick Strong and like, come on, man. Come on. Man. I honestly think this would have got better reaction if it was Jack Perry. To be honest, facts. Golly, what is going on here? All right, so look, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I, and I'm going to shoot Tony Khan and AEW a little bit of bell on this. Um, for, sure. for one, I mean, you know, I do what I do, man. AEW for life. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> nah, look, for one, man, for one, I think that we all lost interest in this whole storyline once CM Punk returned to WWE. Because there was a moment in time where we all thought that, you know, CM Punk could have been the devil. But once it was clear that CM Punk was WWE bound and he was not the devil, it was like, all right, the, the, whatever the result of this is, is going to be a letdown, no matter who it is, because it's not CM Punk. But I will say this. Adam Cole got injured, man. Adam Cole and MJF with the whole better than you, baby, thing, that, that was the hottest storyline in wrestling at one point, and Adam yep. Cole got injured. When Adam Cole got injured, Tony Khan and the creative department clearly had to pivot and come up with something else just to prolong it so Adam Cole can sit down and heal up. So this storyline didn't play out the way I wanted it to. It kind of lost its thunder and it fell flat in the end. But at the same time, it's like that it was tough, man. They had to pivot. So Tony Khan did the best he could, man. And as long as Adam Cole is the main eventer, I'm happy because I've always been an Adam Cole fan. So. Let's get it, man. Undisputed or Undisputed Kingdom, whatever they call Tony it. Khan, undisputed Tony era. Khan. Undisputed. <laughs> but the my Green Freak. Is... <laughs> hey, Tony Khan said, The Green Freak. Y'all is out the top of Yo, that guy, man. <laughs> Tony Khan be off the craziest cocaine, man. Trying to get us to um to love. Or oh, we already man. love, but you know, he tried to he tried to oversell Danny Garcia to us. Facts. It's, it's like we know all right, it's like, all right, we get it. Like you know facts okay i will say this though man nothing is nothing is ever going to top undisputed era in its prime when they were in nxt when it was just kyle o'reilly roderick strong um bobby fish and adam cole they was killing they was killing nothing's going to recreate that they can try all they want with the kingdom and matt taven and warlow but and nothing is going to touch that yeah like leave the name alone facts yeah well we'll see what's going to happen with those guys now Let's talk about MJF for a second. After he lost his championship, he was removed from the official <laughs> roster on their website. Is this a work or is he leaving the company? Kwan, what you think, <laughs> man? What you it? think? You want me to take what it? Think? Yeah, what All you right, think, look, man? man? All right, I'm going to be honest with y'all. 90% of me know that this is bullshit. Like, we all know it's like it's a work, and MJF is still definitely a part of AEW. They're just trying to work the crowd with that whole bidding war 2024 thing. But we all know that MJF is still a part of that roster. But I say 90% of me because there's a small 10% that really believes that MJF might be leaving AEW. And the reason I say that is because look at Jay Cargill, right? When Jay Cargill was on her way to leaving AEW, what did she do? 
she started going into interviews and just praising the hell out of AEW. She was even in some interview saying that she wouldn't want to work for anyone but Tony Khan. Y'all remember that? Yep, like I remember. She was just singing AEW's yeah. praises over and over and over. And then she showed up on Rampage one night, lost her title, and then next thing I know, she was gone. She was in WWE. And this kind of feels a little bit similar. Like, MJF has randomly, all of a sudden, just been coming out and singing AEW's praises, singing the praises of Tony Khan and saying how he loves working there. And then he lost his title and got removed from the roster. So, again, most of me thinks that this is a work, but that 10% is like, maybe this is history repeating itself again. Maybe MJF really is in limbo right now and he could end up in wwe who knows man who knows i don't i think he's gonna resign i feel like (laughs) damn this hey cooley really sick bro that cough sounded crazy that sounded crazy he coughed up a lung man what the hell but sorry guys get you some ginger Um, i think i think they doing kayfabe really good um the storyline is good, but it's, yeah, the storyline is about them forcing him out of the promotion, and that's what they did. And I feel like they're really playing on this very great. That man is not going nowhere, right? I don't know, man. Um, MGF said his his he's going through like a lot of pain. There's gonna be a lot of stories about me told, blah blah blah. So this definitely feels like a work to me. Um, I want to see MJF in WWE, man. I. There's nothing else for him to do in AEW, in my opinion, man. Um, but also, you know, maybe he wants to be Shawn Michaels in, you know, 96. So if that's the case, then stay with the company, man, and, you know, be a company guy. Do your thing. Like, I, I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty sure he is very comfortable where he's at. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan is going to offer him a lot of money, Facts. like a lot of money. Um, So I really think it honestly comes down to what MJF wants. Does MJF want to um, be comfortable and, you know, continue to ride with AEW? Or does he want to try to go to the mountaintop and go to WWE? Either way, he has time. He could do another three years in AEW, chill, coast, get hella money, and then parlay over to WWE at the prime of his career at 30 years old. So there's just so much going on on at WWE. Can he fit there? That's what absolutely. I'm saying. It's like absolutely bro, absolutely. nah. It's yes. it's so many main event absolutely. level talent in WWE right now. Like if, absolutely. if MJF came over to WWE, he would be in the mid card wrestling is. Let's just be honest. Listen, first and foremost, you guys are delusional, number one. Like do not do not do not do not let do not let the fact that WWE has the most talent that it's ever had distract you from the fact that MJF is a once in a lifetime talent. He would yeah, be facts. able to come in there and stand out more than half of the main eventers that are there now. He would watch the mic with anybody that we just spot that we've just spoken about, with exception of maybe a CM Punk. If that his in ring crazy too. His in ring is insane. He would watch the mic with anybody out there, man. And he has a he has the gimmick. He has the heat. He has the marketability. He would come into WWE and be absolutely fine. But in my opinion, if he's smart, do three year three more years with AEW, get the craziest bag, and then leave. I would just that's me though. But I don't. Man, know. You got the time. You're not in your thirties, like. We're going to see, bro. I think he's going to come to WWE and be EC3 Part 2, but that's just me, bro. You're tripping. I'm sorry. Tripping. Nah, you're tripping. Roster you're tripping. Stack, brother. Nah, you're just potting. Roster potting. Nah, you're just potting <laughs> man said EC3. I'm like, all right, hey. bro. All right, man. Come all right. on, man. We're going to see, bro. 
I don't think well, he's coming I mean, to WWE. I don't know how long we got till we see his decision, but maybe a month or two. Who knows? But we'll see. Do you understand how crazy it would be to see MJF versus Cody Rhodes in WWE? I'm cool. Yo, Quan, you really potting, dog. You are potting, dog. Like, why are you potting right now, dog? Why are you potting, dog? For what? Hey, you, just, you just trying to go against the grain, dog. Hey, COE, bro. Con- content over everything, baby. Nah, I, I genuinely, if, if 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 NJF does come to WWE, Cody Rhodes is not the first person I want to see. And honestly, oh, no, MJF no, 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 ain't, no. And MJF ain't even the, really the person that I want to see from AEW over in WWE. Y'all know me, bro. I'm I'm a Ricky Starks guy. That's who I want to see pop Ooh. over. Yeah, MJF, he cool, but it's like we got enough arrogant white boys who 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 think they the shit. Like we got no, we the don't. Miz. We got we had Bobby Roode. We got we got Grayson Waller right now. We got Austin Theory. Like, bro, it's yeah, the same shit. Yeah, but we know what time it is. That's man. true. The Miz is on his way out. Grayson Waller, uh, they need it's to figure fire. it out. Grayson Waller is fired. They need to figure it out. Yeah, they need to figure it out. They need to and figure it think, out. It, wait, wait, don't get me wrong. I do think MJF is a better wrestler than both of those guys. I'm just saying, but like at the end of the day, it's like we got that character already. I'm cool with that. Uh, no, nah, they I'm don't. No, nah, we don't. No, nah, we Ricky don't. No, nah, we don't. Right. Don't don't be out here. Don't don't don't. Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> we do not. Not at all on any type of level. Now, I'm not. Hey. I'm not shading anybody. Like I still want to see Ricky Starks in WWE, and I definitely still want to see. Um, I want to see Daniel Garcia in um WWE. Facts. Like fact. He you gotta stop I mean? that dance, bro. Dance did y'all see funny? that that dance battle off? With yeah, him and, uh, him and that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So look, the Daniel, the Daniel Garcia dance thing is funny, but at the end of the day, like it's it's a ceiling on that, bro. That's not a main event level gimmick. So at some point, he do got to get away from that whole dancing thing. I think you could keep it as long as he nah, continues bro. to get That's booked a certain way. That's some Fandango level shit, and, nah, I, like, and I like Fandango, but no, it's not. Can you, re- bro? Can bro, you Fandango really see- came out to Cha Cha music, dog, and did the dance. Like that's but can not you his- really see Daniel Garcia as world champion doing this? Yes, I can. Like for Absolutely. real? Absolutely. Yes, no, I can. you can't, bro. Yes, Come I on, can. Though. Yes, Daniel I can. Daniel Garcia, we love you. We f with you, man. Come on the podcast, please. But uh, I don't. Yeah, man. Nah, we nah, love you, Daniel. Man. Don't let, don't let, don't let Quan Stradamus distract you from the truth. Your main event, hey, man. Dirty Dango. All That's right. hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, man. Well, we was just saying that MJF lost his title, and the man who got it now is Samoa Joe. Uh, he is the new heavyweight <laughs> champion. God, what else? We are just rolling our what eyes. Else? What else? else? <laughs> Samoa Joe. I'm this sorry. This gets worse and worse for like, me. Yeah. Who, like, he... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Queen. We didn't even let Cooley so, get it out, bro. I'm sorry. We didn't even Silvan. let him get it out. I'm sorry. Silvan, is he the right guy? <laughs> sure. Like, like, it's like, he's like, fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, who else is, like, who else is the right guy? Like, who, like, what? Like, bro, who else is there? Who really else is there? Like, there's nobody else. Swerve Strickland, man. Oh yeah, Swerve, Swerve would be incredible. I mean, Swerve would Swerve. be. I mean, you know, I love Swerve, but you know, I don't know what Tony feels about. I mean, look, Samoa is safe. Yeah, he's, he's safe. safe. You know, he's 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 a main eventer. He's believable. He's going to carry that title. Where he's a recognizable name to the general wrestling community. Um, you know, I I just it's just boring to me. Like I, yeah. it's just a very and and, and granted, right. Um, I want to see what Samoa Joe does. I just want to see what he does to like 
really make me feel like I want to tune in. Because right now, seeing Samoa Joe as champion is like seeing Randy Orton as champion. Like, it works. Right. But, like, I've seen it. So, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, the reason I don't really like this is because I get it. I get that. Samoa Joe got his start in Ring of Honor, and then he really became a star in TNA before he moved over to WWE. But perception-wise, perception-wise, most of the world didn't know who Samoa Joe was until WWE. So putting the title on Samoa Joe in AEW right now just feels like another former WWE guy is world champion. And it's like, how are we the alternative when all we're giving you is what WWE was doing? That's but I crazy. am happy for Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe hadn't been world champion in a while. NXT Facts. don't really count to me as far as world titles. Um, I'm sorry. I, sh- I love you, Ilya Dragunov, but we all know NXT is developmental. So Samoa Joe should have been WWE world champion at some point, and he never got that title. So I'm never. glad that he's finally getting it now. It's probably going to be a transitional title run, and he's going to drop it to Swerve Strickland or whoever's next. But um yeah, it's like we don't really care. Okay. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. Okay. But shout out to Samoa Joe, man. Legend right there. You dig? And let's, let's be get... honest, MJF got injured. That's the only reason that MJF yeah. is not champion right now. If he was like, healthy, really he injured. would still be champion. Yeah. Yeah. My man did an F five with an injured shoulder. Yeah, he's tripping. <laughs> Should have never jumped off that top rope, man. Yeah, trying to yeah. please us. Stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. So baby, being now, a baby face gets you, right? Yeah, let's let's talk. Let's, let's let's bring it back to WWE, so you know seven can feel, feel more better. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk stand. about WWE. <laughs> so WWE recently partnered with Japanese promotion All Japan Pro Wrestling, fire, and it's been rumored yeah. that Japanese women's promotion Stardom is next. Fire. Is this bad for the industry, or is WWE mon- monopolizing pro wrestling? What Come do you on. mean bad? What do you mean what do you bad think for the about industry? this? Is this bad I think this is for the industry? I think this is ill. I, I saw uh, Charlie Dempsey, who is William Regal's son, NXT superstar Charlie Dempsey. He was over there in um, All Japan doing his thing, the whole little yes, talent sir. exchange. I'm not mad at it. It's not bad for the industry. I think it's bad for people who just dislike WWE because yep. WWE branching out and becoming more of a global force is just going to make people who don't like WWE mad. So it's bad for them, especially like the AEW stands because they want AEW to be partnered up with everybody. But I love seeing WWE <sighs> partner up with All Japan Pro Wrestling and Progress and stardom i want to see wwe do more of that in the states actually i want to see wwe partner up with maybe tna it would make sense i mean tna just did something with endeavor apparently and you know it's a, it's a lot of former high office tna people in wwe right now we got jeremy borash we got uh what's my man's the the, the general manager of smackdown nick aldis we got nick aldis yep. who was a big nick deal in tna He's WWE now. He's a producer and an on-screen character. We got Rockstar Spud, who WWE fans know as Drake Maverick. He was a big deal in TNA. Now he's a backstage guy in WWE. We got PD Williams and Abyss, who are also former TNA guys who were big deals backstage in WWE. And I want to say Jeremy Boras just took uh what's his name? Camera cut guy. Camera cuts. Cal, Your boy. Done. Kevin, Kevin Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, yep. Jeremy Boras just replaced Kevin Dunn as like the producer, like the executive producer or whatever. So it's like... Poor Kevin Dunn. That TNA uh, WWE thing would make sense. 
Yeah, I, I like the crossover that WWE is doing. It, it seems like they're really trying to, you know, make this year way more better than they did last year. They're making Facts. these moves. They're making um, exciting moves. And I feel like like you, what you said, Quan, if you don't like WWE, you're going to hate on it. Um, I was Facts. seeing a lot of tweets how people were saying, oh, WWE is going to kill Japan, Japanese mm-hmm. wrestling, just like mm-hmm. they kill UK wrestling. It's like, bro, what are you, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, and people also forget that, you know, UK wrestling – you know, their UK division was definitely headed under Vince McMahon. I, I, I have to catch myself a lot because I immediately find myself going to a space of, from a booking standpoint, of being like, dang, they're probably going to do this, 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 and that. And it's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. wait. Vince isn't here anymore. It's like, wait. We keep forgetting. Right. Like, I, yeah. I forget. Like, you know, Vince isn't here anymore. This is a completely new regime. Um, I feel good about this, uh, but it's ultimately... I'm not surprised. This is ultimately like WWE's plan. Um, they want to do more international um, takeovers, and we see it with how they're booking their uh, P P PLEs, not PLEs, PLEs. He wants to say PPL so bad. I just I like I think of pay per views, and I think of pay you know the PPLs, and it's just like bro, like PLE, like whatever. But we see how they're moving their PLEs, right? Um, mm-hmm. especially with this Aussie event, them trying to max it, max it out, and uh, just overextend themselves. And we even, I mean, we've even seen um, reports of Triple H not being comfortable with the fact that um, international superstars can't be seen as legitimate superstars yep. in WWE, right? And he's working yep. to truly change that. So this move, in my opinion, makes a lot of sense with the bottom line of what Facts. Hunter wants to establish in WWE before it. Facts. Let's keep it going, Facts. man. Even hey, go to Mexico. Partner up with AAA or CMLL. Like, just keep Ooh, it going, man. I CMLL wanna... would be crazy, Facts. partner. Yo, that would be insane. That's what WWE I want to see. Making keep, moves, keep... man. And the people who are saying this is bad and WWE is trying to monopolize wrestling, I don't see them getting mad when AEW partners up with New Japan and sends people over to the G1 climax. So why get mad when WWE's doing it, man? Yeah, man. It's there's it's enough like... for everybody to eat, man. Yeah, facts. Man. That's all I got for the rundown, fellas. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you for getting through that. We know you sick. You let out a crazy cough during that. I'm yeah, like, man. Yeah, that was Hello. insane, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, that bro. Sounded, that sounded nuts. Pause. It was like coughed up a lung, bro. But uh, we appreciate yeah. you, man. We appreciate you. I hope you feel better. Fellas, it's time for a segment that I love because, you know, I love to give my flowers to black wrestlers. I love showing my appreciation for the guys, both past and present. That's what we do over here. You know what I'm saying? This week, this week, I had a hard time figuring out who I wanted to give it to. A uh, part of me wanted to give it to AJ Francis just because he did our show. That's real, yeah. <laughs> I ain't even, even going to lie to y'all. Like, he did our show last week, so it was like, I, I kind of want to give it to him. But this week, I think I'm going to give it to Obafemi. Now, if you're not familiar with Obafemi. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. That's, yes, that's sir. right there. He, he, whoo-wee. If you're not familiar with Obafemi, man. He's a new guy in NXT. He just won their breakout tournament, and he is Nigerian. And that boy looked like he is serious. He looking like he might be a big star in the future. Like and the I'm listen, loving the- He's like the black Brock Lesnar to me, dog. Bro. How? Bro. <laughs> Yo, how? Bro, how is he 22 years old? Bro, I dropped him in the chat. Remember when I dropped him in the chat? I'm like, yo, y'all got to watch out for this dude, man. Yo, he looked like a grown-ass man. How he 22, bro? He younger than me. Yo. Born in 2001. truth. That's yeah. crazy. Yo, bring he, back he, Apollo. Let's just get, make it happen. Bro, Omos, Omos. WWE, man. Bring back Apollo. Bring back Omos. And bring Obafemi up. Let, 
if we gonna do Indian um like factions, we got Mexican factions, we got a Samoan faction. Man, let's get the Nigerian faction. Why Next. not, bro? Why not? Obafemi looking like he the truth. And also, um, what was I about to say? Uh, I like how UFC had this thing like where a bunch of Nigerians were getting, you know, pushed to the top. Like we had a uh, Kamaru Usman, we had Israel Adesanya, we had Francis Ngannou. All of these guys had titles at the same time at one point. So it's like, let's get that in WWE, man. I want to see Obafemi, I want to see Omas, and I want to see Apollo Cruz pushed to the top. So shout out to Obafemi, man. That's my black wrestler of the week. Yo, look, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I was gonna pick Ember Moon for my uh for hey, my uh black wrestler of the week. Athena, but... make sure you get her name, man. That's Athena now, bro. Athena. Athena. Um <laughs> he hate AEW so much, bro. I hate that. No, I hate that name. I really don't like <laughs> Athena as a name. Um you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a white goddess, Greek goddess name. You know, I'm not really uh it is. not really rocking with that name. Ember Moon, but you know, honestly, Obafemi, man, that's the one, bro. I I am excited about him. The way he's being booked right now, he looks like a breakout star. Like me, yo, Quan was talking about in the chat last week how, or a couple weeks ago about um, stars getting skated to the top. You know what I mean? And me being like, yo, people need to work for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yo, Obafemi looked like one of those guys that just need to go to the top. Facts. He, like, put the IC title on him right away. Right away, bro. Make him a bro big looks deal. Crazy, he looks bro. insane, <laughs> bro. Like, I love Trick. Obviously, Trick should get his should get in there. You know what I mean? Do his thing. But man, Oba, this guy's a, a a different monster. So I I agree, Quan. He's definitely Black Wrestler of the Week. Bro, he they had cut up promo. They had. That's what I'm saying. Like, he get cut, bro. He <clears throat> is cutting promos, like. He is the one, bro. He looks like a big deal. <laughs> what would you say, Cooley? I'm saying they they're lying about his age. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> There's no way hey, he's 22, bro. I mean, look, There's no way. He is Nigerian, bro. That man probably like 37. Bruh. And you know, yeah, you know, you know what up. they did in the NBA when niggas was hey. lying about they who was it? Damn, it was who, who, damn, Don it Maker. Don Maker. It was Don Maker and his brothers. Lying bro. about his age, right? Yeah, bro. they were saying that boy was like twenty four or something. He was like thirty six. <laughs> this man is. Yeah. This man is not twenty two, bro. I don't care. Nope. Shout out to Obafemi, man. You twenty two, bro. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah, facts, bro. He was a former football player, right? He played at the Maryland or somewhere. I don't. I hope I don't get that. Let me Google that because I, you know, people don't play about the college they go to. Yeah, straight up. Like, yeah, Obafemi. Yeah. He went to. I'm googling it right now, bro. That man is a, that man is Brock Lesnar in the making for real. I don't bro. even think he did football. He they just where the hell they find this nigga, man? He did track, track and field, bro. H. And he was like one of the NIL Middle dudes, Tennessee, right? and he transferred to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, Alabama track boy field, too, bro. That's a sheesh. Like, yeah, man. Shout out to Obafemi. It looked like we all SCC. agree. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. That's a great yeah, choice. Yeah, shout out to Obafemi, man. Wow. It's a great wow. choice, man. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I can't hate on that. Bro, I um young, young black African guy just out here killing. Dominating. Killing. Yo, yo, I'm sorry, man. Yo, shouts out to Shawn Michaels, man. Shawn Michaels bro. might really be Booker of the Year, dog. He <laughs> we really keep out here. Saying it. Bro, NXT has come back in a way that has been unprecedented, man. I thought, you know, this this multicolored faction that Vince McMahon gave to us. Was gonna be trash, but man, 
Shouts to Sean coming in and just killing it, bro. He might be killing right. it more than Triple H to me, man. I'm sorry. Well, we keep saying it, bro. NXT is black as hell, bro. Yeah, NXT super black. like Essence Fest, bro. Yeah. Like backstage at NXT looked like the Source Awards. I really want to see what HBK's algorithm looks like on his Instagram, bro. I want to see his For You page because he signed every black girl with ass. They all like, in NXT right now. You looking for yeah. a black girl with ass? That's beautiful. Just go look at the NXT roster. You're going to see all of them. I just wonder. I'm like, yo, is that is this like Sean's creation? Like, is this really just him being like, yo, this is what we're doing? Or is this just something behind like, the scenes? Apparently, know, man. man. Shouts to Sean, man. Facts. Shout to black as hell, man. Yeah. Well, Obafemi, you are our black wrestler of the week, man. Come on our show, bro. Come on, come give us a, an interview because we want to question you about your age, man. I don't know if you're 22, bro. You look 22, bro. Mm, nigga, you look 25. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that Bad Boys? Bad Boys yeah. 2. Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> oh, you look 30. That was hilarious. Damn, Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith. This is yeah. unanimous. This is our. This, this might be our first unanimous black wrestler of the week, right? Yeah, Max, yeah. Outside of like maybe Trip Williams one week or something. Yeah, Ember Moon. I was like, speed it. Let's go. Over Femi, gotta get it. Hey, to shout him. out to Athena though. She's doing her thing in Ring of Honor. She definitely belongs on the AEW main roster though. What's and her they, real uh, name? Our, I don't know. I but think we had a, a lot of unanimous pack them ups. But oh, I don't know yeah. about the black wrestler of the year. Hey, this this week's pack up. Oh, Adrian, it, it, it's tough. Her name is Adrian. Adrian, shout out to Adrian Athena Amber Moon. Yeah, all your names, all Straight your AKAs, up. man. You are killing it in our Ring of Honor right now. You're one of yeah. the best women's wrestlers in the world right now. So shout out to you too. But Oba Femi's the one. Facts, fellas, fellas, fellas. It's time for the most infamous segment of the show, the Pack 'Em Up Awards, where we roll the most infamous moments of the week into a big roll and we pack the bowl, baby. This week, I want to pack up Jinder Mahal, man. Ah, Modern day Maharaja. I love Maharaja. I, and I loved what he was doing when he had the Bollywood boys with him. And they were doing the dancing. Yeah. Announcing yeah. him. Bring that back. Bring that back. But, bro, an anti-American gimmick in 2023 or 2024, actually. I can't believe it's 2024. It feels weird even saying that out loud. Like, damn. Yeah, 2024, man. But an anti-American gimmick in 2024 is insane, bro. This is a gimmick straight out of the 70s. Like, let's leave it there. We've seen this a million times. We saw it with all the guys I mentioned earlier. Davari. We saw it with Muhammad Hassan. We we saw it with Mustafa Ali, in a way. We saw it with the Iron Sheik. We saw it with Nikola Vokic. We saw it with... The anti were they Christian and Lance Storm and Jack Swagger? We we've seen this over and over and over and over. It's 2024. Do something new, man. And that's really not on Jinder Mahal. That's probably more on the creative department because they got only one trick when it comes to people who aren't American. But like, let's get away from that, please. So Jinder Mahal, I love you. You are the modern day Maharaja. But this week, I gotta pack you up, my brother. She's crazy, man. I got to pack up. First pack up of 2024 is going to go to WWE. Yeah, it is, man. You know, WWE considering to honor the 40 year anniversary of Hulk Hogan, despite the fact that he does not like blacks um, and has been caught (laughs) saying some very wild, ridiculous things towards black people. Honestly, it's really absurd. I understand the legacy and I get it. You know, it's 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 super big, but it just shows that, you know, no matter what, you know, you can be a racist and a bigot and still get honored and um really don't uh 
really don't really don't appreciate that WWE. But I know you guys got to do what you got to do. You got to honor legacies. But y'all getting this pack today um, does not feel good for me to watch Hulk Hogan stroll in and be honored. Um, but it is what it is. I get it. It's personal. Not mad at that. Definitely hey, not mad hey, at that. It is what it is. Hey man, so my pack was going to be the Rock because you know I thought he was I thought he was going to lie to the, you know about returning, but he returned. So technically, he, really he, came didn't, back, he man. didn't lie to the kids. But I'm a pack of Triple H. <laughs> Why we? That's what? crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I got pack of Triple H. The first H, man. pack of the year is Hunter. First pack of the week. That's uh, this year is Hunter because he moving like he was moving like Tony Khan this week, man. This man said he has a big major announcement that Facts. he was going to say on Thursday. And it was just Money in the Bank is in Facts. Canada. With, Facts. I think he tweeted it the day before. It's yep. like, bro, why did you make this a big deal? Right. Like, I think, oh I think, he, I think he's probably sending shots at uh, Tony. Ah, nah, <laughs> I got a big I major announcement, guys. And, nah, you know man. the internet immediately thought it was like Sasha Banks or bro, something I thought like it was crazy. I don't know. Partnership with TNA because that was rumored. It was like a bunch of stuff rumored, and the announcement was money in the bank in, bank Canada. in Canada. Hey, bro, we don't give a goddamn about like, that. Bro, Triple H trolling like, us, bro. I love it. <laughs> like, what, yeah, what, 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 do, what do Smack be saying? Uh, smack on a on fake community. He be like, "That's what I don't care about." Triple H, <laughs> Triple H. That's what I don't care don't about. Don't care about. Come on, money Hunter. in the bank in Canada, bro. That was your big announcement. Money uh, in the bank now. I'm with you, Cooley. I might want to change you, my mind, bro. I, I think I, I, I think I changed my mind, bro. I want to pack up. <laughs> that was some bullshit, man. Triple H, bro. Triple H. Look, at, look me in my eyes, Triple H. That's what I don't care about. Bro, I went on the Peacock act as soon as it started. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Uh, I wasn't too in. I was like, bro, we're going to find out what, one way or another, bro. I'm glad I right. didn't. Right. But shout uh, out to Triple H, man. Shout out to Triple H, man. Shout out to Paul, man. Now, look, before we get out of here, fellas, it wasn't on the docket, but it's something I did want to bring up because uh, we saw it earlier this week and we kind of had a conversation about it in the group chat. I just want to know y'all thoughts, man. How do y'all feel about the apology from a guy that we were really big fans of at one point? Double Dream, man. How do y'all feel about that? Ah, it's tough, right? <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. So look, we we are all big fans of Velveteen Dream at the time. Um, you know, his wrestling was incredible and his character, his character was crazy. But uh ten out of ten. And I think Cooley said like we 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 should get Velveteen on the podcast. And a part of me is like, yeah, I, I, I kind of do want to talk to Velveteen, but at the same time, it's like he was accused of some like very serious thing so like i i almost don't want to bite the bullet and be the first podcast to really <laughs> give him a platform because i saw the reaction that that his apology got from a lot of people and it's like yo i don't want to put myself in front of that like because if we did bring velveteen dream on this podcast because he is apparently trying to get interviews it was like man we would be <laughs> there would be so many people in the wrestling space that will immediately not fuck with us at all just because we Gave a platform to Velveteen Dream, who was... I'm here for the hate. Uh, Anything is possible! <laughs> he was accused of some crazy things, man. So I want to see... I, I would definitely want to see how this plays out. Who who talks to him first. But um, yeah, I did see his his, his, uh, his apology. And it's, it's good that he does look like he's doing better. Apparently, he was in rehab. And he, he's trying to shake the demons that were on him. So Crashed out. I'm, I'm, was there I'm any proof? That. 
I don't think so. I don't or was think his so, allegations? I, I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not. I'm so not apparently educated was, enough uh, on it to even get appa- into it. But apparently, um, a lot of the information, um, was false or something like that. And like, uh, people came. I guess the pe- people came out that he didn't do what he did. But by the end of time, right. it was just like too much was done, and WWE did, just didn't want that on. They didn't want that energy around him, and he wasn't too I big to fail. So they're just like, yo, beat it. Jack, but then I think what happened with him was just the fact that he started crashing out like crazy. Like, yeah, you heard, yeah, you heard yeah, stories he about out. you heard stories about him doing all types of wild stuff. You know, um, how do I feel? Uh, um, I think if he didn't do what he did, <laughs> didn't know. do what he did, was accused. Of <laughs> yeah, doing. I was like, yeah. If he if he didn't do what he was accused of doing, appreciate you, Quan, because I definitely was like, what? I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he didn't do what he was accused of alleged. doing, if he if it's all alleged. Um, then, um, you know, and he's working towards becoming a better person and he's cleared his name, then, you know, so be it, man. Um, you know, everybody deserves to better their lives and figure out what works for them and how to continue to redeem themselves in one way or another. Nobody's perfect. Um, some acts are more heinous than the others. Um, I don't condone anything that he was alleged of doing whatsoever on any type of, um, on any type of level i also understand that things get alleged all the time and people don't get convicted for things like that and it can be a very slippery slope so i also understand that as well um but he seems like he's trying to take matters into his own hands and be a better person and i will never be mad at anybody trying to take matters right. into their own hands and be a better person facts right and listen yeah. if you're not familiar with who velveteen dream is and you're upset that we're not really saying what he's alleged of doing um, just do your Googles, man. <laughs> Cause I yeah. definitely not touching on that on this podcast. But um, yeah, man. Shout out to Velveteen Dream. Hopefully he get his mind right. Um, I'm praying for the brother because I, you know, that's just what it is. I'm definitely paying for the brother. But until next time, man, this was a fun show. This was a very fun show. Um <laughs> Sylvan is hilarious. Sylvan, I hate you so much, bro, but you are hilarious. And Cooley is sick, man, but we got through it. We definitely got through it, man. So I appreciate y'all. This is going to be a fun 2024. I'm ready for it. Yes, Fans sir. out there, man, if you're not subscribed to our channel yet, make sure you are subscribed and turn those post notifications on. And this is Wrestling with the Homies. Be out of here until next week, man. Peace.